Hello, my name is Aniola, and I am the creator of Anything I Want. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Family. Each episode is recorded on Instagram on Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I go live with whoever it is that I'm talking with and so that you guys can come through and ask any questions as we have our conversation and so you can really get a chance to interact with the podcast recording process. So if you're interested in that, just keep an eye on my Instagram account to know what we will be talking about every Saturday and come in with any questions you have. Hello and welcome back to Soul Family. Today's episode is going to be an interview with Sama, the creator of Naked and Nourished. This conversation was very fun, very insightful. We really dived into a lot of things related to our relationships with social media and how that has really helped us get closer to spirit and align more with our true selves we talk about insecurities um, content creation getting into the flow state and how that looks differently for each person and how we can all begin to navigate the social media world if you choose to continue to participate in that or if it's not right for you learning you know how to go on and find your own thing but um, today's episode is really just about how to find that balance between the online world, the real world, and your spiritual growth. So without further ado, let's get into this week's Soul Family episode. Okay, so everyone who's joining, thank you for coming in. I'm excited for today's conversation. Welcome to Soul Family episode eight. I recorded another episode eight before, but I didn't upload it because the audio didn't come through properly. And so the person that I interviewed last time, I will be bringing on again in the future. This is just for a disclaimer for the actual podcast recording. Um, Because yeah, so I took a break from podcasting for like a couple of weeks. And now I'm back with Soma, who's the creator of Naked and Nourished, a beautiful um, mood board Instagram dedicated to wellness, spirituality and growth um, of the collective. And Soma is always just sharing so many beautiful words of wisdom and everything you say resonates so deeply with my spirit. And I just know that we were meant to be connected in this lifetime. And I'm just so excited to see where we both go in terms of like where spirit is guiding us in this life. So would you like to say a couple of words, Soma? Sure. Well, I'm Soma. I'm the content creator behind Naked and Nourished. Um, Naked and Nourished is really for those that are letting go. You know, we're going through a time now where collectively we're shifting so much on so many different levels. And when I started Naked and Nourished at the beginning of this year, I had no idea what was to come. No one knew that the world we live in now would have come to fruition in so fast. So um, in a way, it felt like it, it must have just been kind of meant to be. Like it was very inspiration based. It was very much me just being in the moment led to the next step and so with naked and nourish it's for those that are letting go we're letting go of our old identities we're letting go of our old ways of being our old ways of thinking and it's allowing us and reflecting on what it means to be here what it means to be present and so a lot of the content i put up is just reflecting on um on that and, you know, I usually uh, remain pretty anonymous on that account, <laughs> but um, I'm here today showing my face <laughs> to all of you. Um, and I'm like excited to talk and have this discussion. Yeah, I, I honestly, I really love that you coined that name, Naked and Nourish. I am not kidding when I say that sometimes I'm like going through life and I'm doing something and, and I just think in my mind, like, wow, I feel very naked and nourished right now. <laughs> like, like this moment feels like a mood board of naked and nourished. Oh, and that. it's just, it's really wholesome. I really love it. Um, and I just love how you curate all of it. And I, I'm just, yeah. And every time you post something, like you posted something the other day that just spoke to me so deeply and it was wh- what I was feeling. Um, and it was basically like you said how, stop trying to use the universe as your piggy bank as your you know like people sometimes like take manifestation and then take that as like a means of oh like I must get the universe to 
surrender to my bidding. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the universe will be like, okay, you know what, do things your way. But if you're really trying to channel a life of peace, you would stop doing that and let the universe do whatever it's going to do. Yeah. And realize that, yeah, you might want something, but for the collective, you getting that thing is not, it's not good for the greater good. Yeah. And the thing is people get upset. They're like, you know, I've used manifestation. It doesn't work or it does work. And look at everything that I've gotten. Yay me. Yeah. Um, but I think people have to realize, for example, someone who is like, I want to win a million dollars off the lottery. If they win that million dollars, it's not just because of them. It's, it's because they were meant to in a way that's going to actually be of benefit or of use to the collective. Yeah. Um, and so I think if we start thinking, okay, like, I may or may not be manifesting this thing. It's not because of you yourself as an individual, but because of something in that manifestation really did align with the collective because we are all so connected. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so it seems like someone wants us to get into the whole conversation on social media. Someone says, in terms of mental health, people are quick to dismiss social media as a harmful place. Can you speak about how we can curate our digital space to bolster our mental health? Would you like to go first? Yeah, that's, that's everything. That question yeah, that's everything. a perfect question. Amazing um, question, the Magdalena. How do I even start? Well, our generation, those of us that are in our 20s, and really grew up on social media. We're the, the guinea pigs, right? We are the people yeah. that I remember when Instagram first came out and I was like one of my first friends to get it. And I was like, digital content, pictures, I was on it. And basically since I logged on, I truly haven't logged off. <laughs> and <laughs> that is because it's become so embedded in our, um, our culture. And so as the platform is new, we also have to learn how to in a healthy way, integrate it into our lives. And um, the thing I think is that it can be, it's a choice thing. It's a matter of like, do you know how to use it? What boundaries are you setting for yourself? Because I always like to use the, um, the term, you know, you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. um, but eating is not just as in the food you put into your mouth. It's everything that you're consuming, which means it's what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're, um, speaking about all of these things the way we consume energy all these pictures all these captions it is energy in a in a digital form correct yeah. so you can't just be putting you just can't be consuming things um haphazardly uh mm -hmm. you have to choose to consciously nourish yourself on this platform mm -hmm. and so i definitely went through um a period when i was like wow, I love all these people. Like, I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I also need to put myself first in regards to this platform because there is so much good to be had. There are so many people to connect to, but I have to be more intentional about who I'm connecting to, what media I'm consuming, and also what media I'm putting out. Um, and so once you start to do that and you have those boundaries and those filters, um, then oh my gosh the this digital world truly opens up because you can enter any universe it's like a, i mean instagram the internet is a whole universe on itself and you can go into any dimension that you want um it's just are you willing to make the choice are you willing to search for the people that are like you the people that are going to nourish your your mind and so um yeah i hope that yeah that question a bit <laughs> i think that's a, that's the perfect response and something i would like to add to that is also in order to get to that point that Sama is like talking about is you need to begin to take off your, your shell, take off that thing that you're afraid to let the world see. Stop wearing that mask because the only way you're going to meet authentic people who resonate with you is if you become authentic with yourself. If you start to be the real you, people will naturally either fall away because they're like, whoa, I didn't know this was who you really were. And then it's going to be hard at first, but then after a while, you'd be like, oh my God, like, yeah, it sucks that I lost those people. It's going to, it hurts to lose people. But at the same time, you realize that I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust that me doing this thing that makes me feel so authentically myself is going to grab, like, it's going to pull people towards me who love that authentic version of me. Because if there are people who liked, who liked and loved the inauthentic version of you, 
you better believe that there will be people who are going to like the real you even more with more wholesomeness, with more connection, with more love than you could have ever fathomed. Because the more you love yourself, you're going to attract people who want to love that type of person as well. Exactly. And, and you have and, access yeah. to the billions of people on this earth because it's Less no longer less. are we limited to physicality, like who's in our neighborhood, who's in our town, in our city. I mean, if you're on the internet, you have to mm -hmm. trust that if you are authentic, there is definitely out of the thousands, millions, billions of people on this earth, there is going to be someone just like you who's going to love you and what you have to offer and what you bring to the table. So yeah. like, let go of that fear and trust that there are people out there and that want to hear what you have to say and maybe need to hear what you have to say yeah. are direct reflections or mirrors of you. So yeah. Exactly. Um, so what if someone asks, uh, Mason, the photographer asks, what are some accounts or Instagrams that have opened up a positive new universe for you? Um, yeah, I was actually going to say that another thing that really helped me with social media use is I started to realize that I needed to start curating a feed that really made me feel good. You know, before I feel like when I was younger, I would just follow like pretty looking people just because it's like so-and-so person like looks good all the time. But then I'm like, you know, it's okay for someone to look good, but like what substance are they bringing into the world? Like, am I feeling motivated by them because of what they do or just because of how they look? And then that started to like, you know, shift how I decided to curate my feed. I unfollowed a bunch of like influencers that younger me was like following just because. And I was like, I want to start following accounts that make me like think, that make me really dive deep into my essence, my psyche, my emotions. And a lot of that is like, I follow a lot of like accounts that talk about spirituality, a lot of accounts that like do like daily motivational posts, like like positive affirmation, like some a lot of artists out there are doing positive affirmation and creating really beautiful visuals to complement it. Um, and there are a lot of like other visual artists who just draw and do illustrations and their illustrations paint such beautiful, spiritually enlightening images that just every time I see it, I just feel good. So every time, whenever I'm on Instagram, I know that I'm only taking in content that's going to make me feel good. Yeah. And even when I'm, even when I'm following people who look pretty, it's because they also do work that like make them go beyond just their looks. You know, they're like, I'm a, an, I'm a creative person who does these things and like, like F what everyone else thinks, you know, like, I don't care about what anyone else thinks. I'm just going to do what I feel called to do. And I just vibe with that so hard. And I know what kind of life I want to live. And so like surround yourself both in real life and digitally with people who live an authentic life that you want to live. And naturally you're going to be no like motivated by that type of energy. And you're going to see yourself stepping more and more into your truth. And there was something you said in there that I would love to touch on, which is just the evolution. Like, I think, you know, Instagram and social media is such an archive. So there is a natural tendency to be able to visually see who you were in the past. You mm -hmm. know, like if you've been on uh, Instagram for the last 20 years, you can probably go back and see your pictures from when you first, unless you archive them, use that feature, guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> that where you were like years ago which can be helpful but also don't stay tethered to the old mm. version of yourself mm. that person that you were projecting even yesterday is not the same person that you are today and you have no true responsibility to your your followers your friends to be the person you were yesterday and to show up as the person you were yesterday on this platform like allow yourself to evolve um, yeah it is an output of yourself and so you're not stagnant and neither should your platform or your feed or your um, um, Instagram persona allow it to be evolve as you do. Yeah. Someone else asked the question again. Oh, the Magdalena again. How can we negotiate stronger boundaries for ourselves? Also, how is this negotiation related to the healing that we must do within the material world? Beautiful question. I'm loving this. I love your questions. Um, I would like to say that something that that like really came to my mind just now is it's important to, you know, I'm just going to answer this. because I feel like this is going to lead to what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So negotiating stronger boundaries for ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to say. So basically when I really started to create more content that I felt connected with, I realized that I was going to lose followers of people that I knew when I was younger, because I knew that I wasn't living the kind of life that they were living. A lot of them are living like, 
you know, lives that are pretty conventional, like they get like, they have a job, they have a car and all of that and things are going. And like, I'm like, happy for them. That's the life and the path that they're meant to live. That's the the role that the universe wants to experience through them. But I'm living a life where I want to be like, really creative, like push boundaries. And like, I also like don't care about like, I really care about um, expressing yourself in every way, including the fact that for me, the physical body goes beyond just sexual means and so it's like expressing myself through my body even like my nakedness so I, I always would say in my caption sometimes I'm like just so you guys know just because I've known you forever doesn't mean you got to follow me I, if anything I encourage you to please unfollow me if my content makes you uncomfortable or you don't like it I don't I don't want you following me just because we knew each other mm. and if I eventually see your stuff on my feed and I'm not connected with it, I will unfollow you because we're not meant to be like, if I don't care about the content that you're producing, I don't think that it means that you are producing bad content. Mm -hmm. It just means that our, our like interests don't match up. And I want to curate a feed for myself that I'm going to like, look at it. And I know that I'm enjoying myself as I'm seeing the creative beauty that other people are bringing to the world in the way that I appreciate it, you know? Um, and so I feel like the negotiating stronger boundaries requires vulnerability, requires authenticity. And for you to be like, you know what, I'm going to do these things. It's who I really am. And if anyone doesn't resonate with that, I support you letting me go and allowing me to float into whoever else's orbit will resonate with that. And I wish for you to do the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. And then that like correlates to the healing um, that we must do within the material world. You know, life is this exact same way. You must be willing to let things go in real life in order to have the things that you really need and that will really facilitate your growth to gravitate into your orbit. You can't be holding on to something and trying to reach for something else. You must set that thing free, set yourself free, and then allow yourself to float freely towards the next beautiful thing. And the beauty of social media, again, is that we have to consciously make that choice. Because again, in the world that existed before Instagram, if you, you wouldn't have any contact with your friends that you went to high school with and never see. But now with social media and the internet, it's just so easy. Like you, you drag people along on your journey when you need to make the choice sometimes to let go of people that um, don't serve you anymore. And that's in real life, in social media, if you can learn on this platform, then you can learn that in real life as well. Mm, exactly. And, you know, yeah, I know that for a lot of times, like a lot of people, it's social media can be really daunting, you know, because you're putting yourself out on display. It's not for everyone either, you know, and I would like to say for me, I went through a period where I was kind of like, I just want to be myself. I don't want to like have to deal with anyone's like opinions of who I am and how I am. And so I feel like I just want to stop being on social media altogether. Mm. But then there was another part of me that was like, but you really love creating stuff. And like, it's actually really fun taking photos. It's actually really fun. Like, you know, like posting the things that you're creating and like seeing how else and like I create digital manipulations of like my photos and like I love posting them up and then I was like okay so then what, what would happen to those things I would still make them but the joy of creating for me is giving that creation to the world for anyone else who wants to connect with it to do what they want with it you know like I don't I don't like to just hoard my creations I know that a lot of creative people, that's like another topic that I guess I could dive into with someone on another day, but a lot of creative people just create, 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 and then they hoard it to themselves and they never show the world because of this fear of what would happen if I show the world. And it's like creation is meant to be shared. Yeah, I actually like heard this quote recently, which I mean, um, let's see what people think, but it says uh, there are people that are creators and there are people that are artists right and that yeah how artists are people that create and then share their work with the world and I kind of like that because there is a time and place to create for yourself like there is a world in which you're learning a craft or you're creating something and it's simply for the 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 process of doing it the process mm -hmm. and not really for anyone else and and there's something in the creative creation of that thing that's really fulfilling mm -hmm. whereas you know I think being an artist there is another layer which is I created this for myself and it, and it brought me something and now I'm going to share it with you so that it can bring something um, for you. And mm -hmm. I, in our lives, we go through, you know, peaks and valleys with that. Um, 
at sometimes we are creating for ourselves and other times we're artists and sharing. And again, because nothing is really consistent and we're also changing is not being mad at ourselves when we're in a time when we can't be on social media and like respecting and trusting that there there's a reason for that. And that when you're called to be back on social media and you're called to share your work as an artist, that that there's a purpose and a, and a divine timing in that as well. And so I, I totally relate with you. I think the past two years, um, I definitely have um, slowed down before 2020. I had slowed down or every time I tried to post or create something to post, it became such a laborious thing. Mm. It became so much, it became draining. It wasn't giving me energy. It was taking my energy. And it took me a while to realize, wow, like I, this is actually a time of me going in. Like we have um, cycles of inwardness and cycles of ex being external. And that was a cycle of uh, being internal, even though I really pushed hard against it. And I was like, I need to post, you know, yeah. um, fear and all of that. But I don't think I'll ever do that again. I think that when I get that signal um, and it's time for me to log off, I will, knowing that there will come another cycle when I'm totally like external and willing to create and share mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that it's, it just, it is a cycle. It's not people that are like, you need to be, I mean, consistency is key, great. But I think also cycles are a part of life and it's very important to respect that. Yeah. The, for me, it's like social media changed everything when I realized that it could be fun because for a while I was doing it as a job and like I was doing social media management for other companies and things like that. So it really became like something that I just did. I would go to the cafe and just like schedule out the post of the week for another company. And then at that time, I'd be like, maybe I might as well like schedule out the post of the week for what I'm going to be doing. And then like, I would just be doing that. So it, the creative process became very technical. Mm. Um, and that took away a lot of the fun for me. And after a while, I started to reach a wall. And I was just like, Ooh, I think I need, I need a break. I need to take a break from social media. And so I took like a week or two weeks off, um, not posting on, on Instagram or anything, because the only social media I use is Instagram, I'm not a Twitter person or a TikTok person. Um, and so I took a break from that. And during that time period, the next time I came back, the way I was creating was different. I realized that I didn't want to use the the planners anymore because I was also in that whole consistency is key. I have to post every day and do this every day and like all of these things. I didn't want to do that anymore. And then I started to decide that I was going to create every day. And then that became fun because then each day was an adventure to see like what does like my what does spirit want me to create today and then that's when I started making those daily videos and like I would do a daily video where I, where I read something or like a daily video where I do like a fashion video with like my outfits or like just something goofy like whatever made me feel good that day and I started to have fun with it again and then some days would go by where I was just like you know I know that I've been doing it consistently for like a couple of days now but today I actually don't want to post anything on social media I just want to chill and then I would just chill. And then a couple of days later, like the inspiration would come up and it's just like, it happens at its own interval, at its own divine timing. And you just have to like allow yourself to surrender to the grace of creating from a place of authenticity. And don't like, like, I feel like sometimes like the social media world, they're like, like five hacks of like how to be good on social media, like do this and do that and do this and do that. I'm like, where's the fun in, in that? Like, and also who are you listening to? Because the mm. people that are creating those posts, if you look back on the people who are doing that, they're not necessarily the most successful content creators. They're, they're really not. posts to generate traffic. But when I see the people that I really love to watch, like I watch their posts, I watch their stories, it's because they have this authenticity and this flow. It's not about the perfectionism of it. It's not even about the consistency. It is they are riding this beautiful wave that is coming through them in a need to share. Yeah. And again, let's translate that to real life because I have Naked and Nourished. I also have my own um, artist account because I do like content creation. I, I'm an actor. I do um, creative direction. And on that one, I think I definitely stepped back and was like, I'm like I do my curation and making it look pretty on Naked and Nourished. I'm just going to see what happens if I just like post when I feel inspired on this one or post the things that I'm creating on this one. And the crazy thing is, once I started doing that, man, I've, I, I don't have as many followers on there as I do on Naked and Nourished, but I get so many more people wanting to like collaborate with me, 
brand brand partnerships and I'm like I'm not even doing anything like I'm yeah. not doing anything or at least it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything because it's coming from a place that's less effortless I'm, it's mm. a little bit more in alignment a little bit more in flow whereas in the past and people that have followed Naked and Nourished before it was even Naked and Nourished because I went through a whole you know, this account used to be my personal account. And again, yeah, I remember that's why that's why I used to follow you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. a bunch of there's been like over the past years, this account has truly evolved. But that's because I was trying so hard on this, like I was like, I'm gonna do this. And you know what I mean? Yeah, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It's just like, let go, set the intention, have a desire, and then release it and trust Mm -hmm. that it's gonna come. And Truly, if anything, that's what social media is teaching me. It's like kind of this um, uh, this digital world where I get to play with those concepts of manifestation and allowing in a, a way that feels like where I can see the evidence of it right there in my inbox and in my messages and yeah. in the conversations and, and talking to you. And it's um, it's really been fun. <laughs> it's it's so fun once you really just realize that it, it can be fun. It doesn't have to be this stifling thing that's just kind of like gripping at you and like causing all this um media anxiety um and also i feel it i think that your what you just said answered the magdalena's question about social media and the practice of imagination and bringing it as a tool of building the world because as you said many times the thing with social media is it opens all these doors of communication you can meet so many people a lot of them that aren't even in your city in your town in your place and like through your interactions with them you're able to really create in a new way and then social media becomes a bridge of connecting versus just where I've heard that a lot of uh, people in the current generation are stuck in the phase of being so connected to social media, but disconnected from the real world around them. But if you really start to use social media as an authentic way of self-expression, it will become a bridge into the real world around you versus a barrier, you know, Um, and that's the real beauty of it. Yeah, it's so, so integrated into our real world now. I mean, you know, I have two younger siblings and they'll listen to songs and be like, that's a TikTok song. And I'm like, no, that artist has been around for years. Like, go (gasps) listen to their music. But uh, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that it's become all the ideas and the, the way we're able to connect and spread it's it's we have to think in a way like this this digital world these platforms for that and also know mm-hmm. that, that that is the power in it so if there's an idea that you want to put out or share to do that every time you're liking something i heard this every time you're liking something it is like it is obviously it's getting to more people more people are seeing that but that's also like we're voting on it collectively voting on it we're saying we mm-hmm. want this to be seen so like, mm. be careful, even if you're not someone who's necessarily a content creator, even if you're someone who is participating, be aware of what you're liking and what you're commenting, because in a way you're voting for it, you're voting, you're saying, I want yeah. more of this, I want more people to see this. And there's so yeah. much power in that. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, okay, this is like a side note, for like when you said about the TikTok song thing, and like that whole thing being like, there's a TikTok song. Every time I watch a music video on YouTube, someone in the comments is like oh my god i pray the tiktokers never find this song <laughs> apparently like it's like a thing now where like your favorite artists just become tiktok famous and then you can never hear that song the same way again and just like <laughs> damn this digital era is know, so fascinating <laughs> oh yeah but and does anyone else have any other questions about social media or we can continue to talk about our like personal experiences like Yeah, I really just feel as if at the end of the day, the key is just being your most true self. And the more you're able to do that, the more you're able to just begin to live a life that is most authentic to you. And then you're going to feel happier. You're going to really understand what it means to be in a space of joy, no matter what life brings at you. And I just think that that's the most beautiful thing. You know, social media doesn't have to be a a hit it and like a quit a hit it and quit it or like an all or nothing type of situation um and it, it took a while for me to realize that I had like a love-hate relationship with it for the longest time and then I realized that it was well that's something I wanted to say also it's like what I came to realize was when, when I was saying how oh I want to just quit social media a part of me started to really ask like are you saying that because you want to quit social media or are you saying that because you're afraid 
you know, are you afraid that if you actually do what you want to do on there, that you're going to be ridiculed and made fun of and that no one's going to connect with you and you're just going to become like an outcast of society. It's so dramatic. But the thing is, fear is always dramatic. You know, it's the most dramatic state of existence. It just amplifies everything and makes it look at 10,000 times worse than it actually is. And the moment I started to realize that I didn't want to keep living my life in fear anymore. And deep down, I know that I want to share my work with the world. And I need to recognize that I am lucky to be living in a generation where I don't have to be standing at the corner of the street in order to get <clears throat> my art out there, you know, or like be trying to kiss people's asses in real life, which still happens. But like now it's like you can build your audience without kissing people's asses, you know. Yeah. And truly, with fear, it, it, it is, it's a state of mind, correct? Like, most of us, let's just take a moment, we're all connecting right here, digitally. Mm -hmm. But if I just mm -hmm. zoom out for a second, like, I'm in my room, yeah, in your room, whoever's watching, you're in whatever space you're in right now. And it's just like taking your mind, giving, giving yourself the distance to see that for a moment. Mm -hmm and realize that at any time, especially with social media, and if you're thinking about, you know, I'm scared of doing that, like, you're, that fear, it's fear, it's, it's real, I'm not saying that it's not, but it's also not going to necessarily impact you. It shouldn't prevent you from trying something or doing something or, then mm. like I said, there's this idea of connection, like we can connect to anyone, you can inbox, who's your favorite artist? I love like Lupita Nyong'o, <laughs> like, yeah, message yeah. her on this platform what's holding you back like honestly what's holding you back it's right there if it's fear holding you back then that's another lesson again this platform has so many psycho spiritual lessons within it if you can just each day doing do something put yourself out there there is so much reward just in the personal growth that you're going to have from mm being able to do what you thought you may not be able to do or express mm -hmm. what you thought you may be ridiculed for expressing. Yeah. Yes. And then the other thing, the last thing I feel like that I would like to mention is stop, stop equating your success to the immediate results that you get from social media, you know, like, yeah, because it's a lot of times when you really begin to do and post and be how you want to be, you're going to, it's very likely that in some cases your um, engagement is going to drop. You're going to go down before you go back up mm -hmm. because think about it. You're a lot of people who are following you are people who are following the, the less authentic you, the old you. And then the chances of people resonating with the fully authentic you all the time is going to plummet because even like, it's that whole thing. You could be the most juicy, ripest peach in the, all of the universe and there will still be someone in this world who hates peaches. Mm. There's nothing you can do. So even when you're most beautiful, shining, radiant self, there will still be people in the world who might not hate you, but they're just like, oh, I don't care for it. And that's okay. And so your engagement is gonna drop. The numbers might go down. Things might like, it, the algorithm, I feel like it's not like boosting you as much, but it's okay. I feel as if you need to ask yourself, what do you care more about? How you like yourself or how the algorithm says that you should like yourself? Mm you know, and you should never equate your, your love, your self-love, your self-value to numbers. That yeah. is the sure way of taking away the power of self-love and self-growth and universal love and universal growth that you have access to at all times. Yeah, I would like to just go on about this conversation about numbers, because, I mean, we have been taught that Instagram and these platforms are a numbers game, and that can... Mm -hmm very um unhealthy and also not the reality of because i think we had this conversation when we spoke a little bit before and it was the idea that if you're sharing yourself or you're sharing an idea that's important you actually can't tell how many people that that message is going to reach yeah because you look yeah. at the likes and you're like oh 50 people saw this today but it doesn't matter that one per one person could have seen it and then had a conversation in real life with someone and that could have like changed their life. Mm -hmm. You have to know that what you're putting out there and this is um, something I'm still learning is and trying to like just reteach myself is that it's not about 
the numbers that you can have one conversation with one person and you may never be able to see in your insights how mm -hmm. many people it reached but it could have really impacted people that you have no clue one word you said to someone can have an impact beyond anything that you could know and i think when we start to think in that way then it's not like you're going to be quantifying yourself or or your feed or your platform um but just knowing that if it reached someone it's doing the work it's supposed to be doing exactly and that I've definitely experienced that in my own life as I started to just do more and more of what I wanted. Before it was just like, you know, I would get a good amount of likes. You'd be like, oh my God, you look so good. Oh my God, this is so cute. Ah, you know? But then I started to just post things that like were more about spiritual growth and like connecting with yourself and like becoming true to yourself and like really navigating the hurdles and the turmoil of what it means to be alive and the things that I've realized along the way. And the, num the kinds of D like DMs and messages and comments that I get are so different. It's like, I sometimes I would have a post that would only get a couple of likes, no comments on it. But then someone would slide into my DMs and be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that post that you just made, like, I, you don't even understand how badly I needed to hear that. Like, that really touched me. That made me feel this way. Thank you so much. I needed that. Absolutely. You know, and on the front end, no one sees that. Yeah. But in my mind, it's like I was creating that through spirit for you. For that person, yeah. Yeah, it was made for you. And I'm so grateful and honored to be the vessel to bring that forward. That's you right. Know? Yeah, the vessel. Because I think when we get ideas, it's like, where does it come from? The adapt Divine the inspiration, come, everything. Right, I think there's, there's a tendency to want to take ownership over ideas, about, over content. Like I've been seeing a lot on Instagram recently because, you know, people are resharing content and, you know, there's issues about crediting and copyright and all of these things. And I, and I do understand that, but it's like, if we truly are a collective, we do understand there's a reason why these messages are coming through. Very similar messages are coming through at the same time. It's because mm -hmm. we are receiving them and there's more people that are ready to receive them, which means there, mm -hmm. there are more people that need to hear it. And so, um, like you said, yeah, that, that it could be just your idea coming through that idea coming through for one person. And that was the purpose. Like you were the vessel for that one person. Exactly. That's what we should count more often. There's so much power in that, like beyond ourselves, beyond our egos that want to be like, look what I did today. Look how many people I reached today. Like, oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, my God, that reminds me. Actually, there's this one specific day I was going um, out to do laundry. Um, and I was having a weird mood of a day like I usually for like before that day happened, all the days before that, I was like full of energy, like really like just filled with spirit to like do this, do that, do this, do that, like just going. But on this day, I woke up in like a very chill, somber mood. And I was like, ooh, today is not going to be a work day, is it? And like my spirit was like, no, it's not. Today, we're going to be in our fields and thinking about certain things and like doing some shadow work and like having a different kind of day, you know? And I was like, all right, let's do it. And as I was walking down the street, I'd, um, I'd posted something that day and as I was thinking I was like you know like I think it's just so weird like the more you I become more of myself like engagement definitely does seem to go down and like I don't know like I wonder if like like when am I, am I doing something wrong like is this like is this like a reflection on me blah blah, blah. and spirit like put something in my mind and like it just like the thought just flashed in my mind and it was like the fame isn't for you and I was just like, I was like, at first I was like, um, excuse me, what? <laughs> like, what are you, like, I don't understand. Like, what are you trying to say? That I'm not going to be successful in what I do? Like, what are you trying to say? You know, I'm like, um, is that like my shadow side trying to come in and like, you know, steal my, my you know, my thunder or whatever? Yeah. But then I, I sat with it for a bit and I was like, oh, I get it. In those moments where I was like thinking about the numbers, I was making it about me. I was thinking about how I was going to become this and that type of a person the spirit was like, I'm using you as a vessel. Mm -hmm. This, this isn't about you. You better step back mm -hmm. and recognize yeah. that you're only doing what you're doing because of divine inspiration. And yeah. this is about, and like, and I was, and then I asked the question, then what is for me? And the answer that came through was awareness. Mm. I was like, Oh, okay. I get it. I'm just speaking to myself right now because yeah, 
Because yeah, that is that was exactly my journey. I mean, that's why on Naked and Nourished, I am the curator. Like I'm behind the scenes. Um, mm -hmm. Because man, did but prior to that, I was on an ego trip. I was like, I'm gonna be this block, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to get caught up in that. So it many is. Of us just do. I mean, honestly, the platform is designed for your mind to get into that place where it's it designed feels, for the ego. It's designed for the ego, and um, yeah, I received a similar thing. I was like everything that has come to pass so far it's not because I really wanted it like honestly mm -hmm. nurse talking to her, I'm like wait what am I doing but I just mm -hmm. wait for it to come and the answers always come the next step always comes and I'm always surprised and I'm like it's a practice of that trust it's a practice of building that relationship and also just getting out of the way like and once I was able to get myself out of the way it was like I'm also able to fully put myself in it in a different way because my mm -hmm. entry point is so different my entry point is not surrounding me it's surrounding again this connection to the collective it's because i know if there's something that i'm putting out that resonates with me in the most pure way and it's not about me someone else is going to resonate with it as well um and yeah what like never did i think in a hundred years a year ago that Naked and Nourished would be without like me showing my face on here for the first time in so long yeah here right now I'm in highlights but that's just where the journey has taken me and I love that yeah it's not about you're gonna get something else out of it and it's yeah never, it may not be the fame or recognition but it's gonna be so much more than that so, so much more <laughs> Yeah. My mirror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, someone said, I've been learning to tell myself that my expressions have impact and resonate, even if it's not always visible or known to me. Yeah. That's true. Definitely. It, it's always important. All of it. Like, we're all, like you said before, like, we're all each other's mirrors. And every time you look at another person, I always say, like, if there's someone in your life that you, you cannot stand the thought of, that you cannot stand, what they do, how they are, it's because there's, they are a mirror that you are afraid to look at mm. without fail every time. I don't care who it is. You can, you can try to come at me about like, but what about like this or that awful person in history? I do not care unless you're able to look at what that person did, recognize it, learn from it and move on and then release the hatred of what that, you know, mm -hmm. You've yeah. not fully finished looking at that mirror. And for anyone who doubts that statement, I want you to look at it even closer because if you're looking at someone and they trigger something act trigger something in you, it means that they're 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 lighting up a part of your emotional body, that there is something in them that is literally you could probably place it physically, mm -hmm. that there's somewhere a feeling an emotion that does not that feels unsettling. Mm -hmm. And then, and it, it, the fact of the fact is if you can feel that, it's you. Like if it's you're you. feeling that emotion, it's you, it's not, it's not them. And so it, it's, um, yeah, there's so much truth to that. Let's, yeah. Let's get into it. Right. <laughs> let's get into it. Like, honestly, like I don't even, people don't upset me anymore. Like, I feel like actions might be upsetting, but the soul that I see within the person is all I really see. Mm -hmm. so like I I like literally like I always say this to, like my friends like I don't care if I just met you I I'm already in love with you mm -hmm. because the you that I'm looking at isn't the soul mm -hmm. I mean isn't isn't the personality it's the soul yeah the soul is limitless it doesn't have time for all the frivolous stuff it's just here to play a role a role that's meant to facilitate the collective healing and I as another soul am looking at that soul and I'm like I see you yeah, I, I love you. Thank you for what you're doing. Yes, I was just listening to a lecture by Ram Das last mm -hmm. night. Do go check him out if you haven't. Um, and it was about that exact thing that there are different levels on which we see each other, and we can choose to see each other as our roles. Like, you're the mother, you're the doctor, you're the homeless man. Um, and we can choose to see from that level, but we can go up another level and say, oh, this person's sad, this person is a happy person, this person is neutral. And then there's another level where it's just like, wow, I see you. Yeah. And I see you that you're just in this form playing this role, but we're 
doing the same thing here. Yeah. Both playing roles and, and have come to this agreement that here we are doing this dance. It's but so truly, good. But truly, like, I mean, they say the eyes are the wind of the soul because it's like beyond that, there's a plane in which you just realize that there is really nothing different between you and I. And I mean, a lot of people are so tied to their identities that it's it's really hard to be like, oh, if someone came to me, honestly, on a normal day when I'm not in a, in a place where I'm able to maybe absorb that, and someone was like, you are not a Black woman, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. You're not Black. You're not a woman. You're not this, that, that. <laughs> and they just stripped me of my identities. Like, my ego would be hurt. Yeah. If you're becoming, we're evolving, we're learning to know that, I mean, it's not that I'm not these things but I'm I don't have to be just tied and attached to them because there's something beyond that there's something mm -hmm. so far beyond that and if we can begin to recognize that then wouldn't we be so further along <laughs> oh you'd be so free because then you realize like oh this isn't the only role I've ever played I've played many different roles in different lifetimes so why am I so attached to this one when the other ones have also come and gone mm-hmm you know, and it's like, that's why whenever someone's doing some weird stuff, I'm just like, you know, like, I see your soul. I'm so grateful to be playing this game with you, even though the role that you're playing is doing some weird fuckery, <laughs> like you're on some weird, and like, that's just some like, it's like, you're playing a weird role where like, there's some dark things ha like hanging around you. But I understand that for the collective, your dark role needs to exist. Yeah, and probably your okay. soul somewhere your higher self is probably having a good time playing that bad guy. You know what I mean? Honestly. And it's like, it's also <laughs> when you start to do that, you can look at the dark sides of yourself. And I, I just laugh. Like I laugh like the biggest, most like jolly laugh whenever like myself personality says some weird ass stuff. And I'm like, you are so weird. Like in terms of like being like, if I'm like, it's like if my personality thinks something really passive aggressive and bitchy. I'm just like, you're so funny. You're so funny. Because like, I know that I'm not that thought. Yeah. But that thought was a funny thought. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's funny that I feel like in the past, I would have been upset and thought that I was that thought. But now I just recognize that it's just another part of the, the story. It's just another scene in the script. Yeah. It's just entertainment. I was gonna say life is <laughs> Life is entertaining. It is. It's um, really funny. Yeah, I think we are. Like, we're living in a world that is becoming more fluid. And it is, yeah. And expressed in so many ways. And I love that. I think people are giving them per permission, giving themselves permission to be present, which means that they're not necessarily in need of being the identity they were yesterday, mm. an hour ago, two minutes ago. Um, and we see matter. that as it is as it's expressed in gender and sexuality and um, and career, you know, it used to be like you had to do one thing for your whole entire life. And that thing um, is what people would know you as and uh, how you would identify in the world. And I feel like we're, again, we're shifting. We're letting go of those old ways of being. We're letting go of those old identities. We're letting go. And mm -hmm. we're also able to see other people and be like, oh, nice to meet you again. Yeah. Today, like, what's yeah. Going on? What, what's, got, what's going on? And that's truly what it means to live in a, 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 a present oriented world and space yeah and then also to wrap it up and like add to that specific point and bringing it back to social media reconnecting with people and the whole idea of like people going playing different roles like I've been reconnecting more and more over the last couple of years with friends that I knew in high school that we were friends and some of them like we just like were acquaintances and then after graduation when was when we were like wow like we see the world in, the, in these ways. And like, I actually can have like really good conversations with you. And we never had this at all when we were in high school together. But now we can talk for hours on the phone about like real stuff. And there was another friend who like, we were best friends back then, but we never had deep conversations. But then in the last couple of years, we've stayed in touch because like, we're on, they're on social media. They don't use it, but they are like a spectator. Like they sometimes like post in their story and like, they just like content, that's it. And so I don't really know what's happening in like their visual life, but like they know what's happening in my visual life because I post a lot. And like, as I've been posting more and more about spirituality, they're just like, wow, it's like really wild how like I'm also 
in a really deeply spiritual place and I see the world in a spiritual way and like and connecting more and more with living a life of peace and things like that and when we were younger we didn't have that connection of being able to talk in that vulnerable way but like it's like I just started we started to connect again and social media bridged that gap and the only re reason why I was able to connect with them the same like again in that beautiful more authentic way was because by that time I had become more and more of my authentic self so we were able to begin to really shine a light of like a true relationship versus the people that we projected ourselves as because of what we were indoctrinated to be and and like behave as when we were younger and when we knew each other and we were still molded by the world but now as you like continue to step in your truth the, the world it's just, you just like realize, wow, like the world doesn't actually have that much power over me. Mm -hmm. And me believing, believing that the world has power over me is the trap of the world. The world wants you to believe that it has power over you. But then when you realize it really doesn't. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, here we are. oh my gosh, it's actually pretty quiet here. Yeah. There's not that much going on so that all that loudness was just <laughs> in my head okay cool. yeah so now i'm free with all this space this mental space and time to then create the world that i want to live in exactly yeah. and i feel like this is a beautiful note to end the interview on because it's three and i want you to go do what you have to do after this but is there any last word that you'd like to say oh gosh i think we've said so much I, I can't wait to go back and listen to all of this and I just had a pleasure talking. I mean, the conversation could keep going on, but that's why we both have both of our platforms to continue just evolving and connecting. And that's exciting. Exactly. Yes, this was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Soul Family. And I'm so excited to share this with the world. Everyone who is here, thank you. Everyone who's joined and participated, asked questions. We appreciate you. We love you. And yeah, just... Well, I'll let you guys know when this is out and then we can continue to share our beautiful essence with the universe and the world. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful day. Much love. Bye. See ya. What a pleasure it has been to be able to share this message with you today. I really look forward to our many more conversations down the line, and I encourage you to continue to walk in your own truth every single moment of the day. To find out more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, anythingiwant.com, that's E-N-I-thingiwant.com, and you can also follow me on Instagram, where I post daily content, motivational, creative, whatever I feel called to do, and I just really share my, my journey with you guys as candidly as possible, just so we really understand that we don't have to walk through this life alone. We are meant to be here for each other, and... This is what soul family and anything I want is all about. All right, sending you guys so much love and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode.